I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often in hours. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one-day rule on its head and offer back-to-back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code DATABLE and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. The Dateable Podcast is an insider's look into modern dating that the Huffington Post calls one of the top 10 podcasts about love and sex. On each episode, we'll talk to real daters about everything from sex parties to sex droughts, date fails to diaper fetishes, and first moves to first loves. I'm your host, Yue Xu, former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear from my co-host and producer, Julie Kraftchik, as we explore this crazy dateable world. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show all about modern dating. I thought I would only say I'm in the presence of a porn star once, (laughs) but actually it's going to be twice. We have Lucas here. He is our guest for today, but he is not only our guest today, he was a guest last week too, because what happened was for anyone who runs podcasts, this has for sure happened to you before. We were in the middle of our recording with Lou and we're having great conversation, getting into the good, dirty stuff. And uh, we realized that... Stop recording. Yeah. Cool. I mean, this is the first time in three and a half years. That's true. Really? We've, wow. We've had yeah. other shit Oh, no, happen, my jinx will no, oh, no, 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 oh. no. We've had other things happen, but this was bad because we were on such a roll. Yeah. yeah. And it it's stopped. Okay. But then mm-hmm. I think it's even better because I thought of more things to ask you this time. Cool. It was like a warm up. Cool. Yeah, us. it's like a warm up. So way cool. encore for us, but for all of you listening, this is a brand new conversation about P O R N. Porn. Yep. <laughs> yep. We've been wanting to have you That's as a so guest cool. for a long time. That's Luke. way cool of you Do to say. Do you guys know who Lou Cass is? He is an American actor and porn star. He retired from pornography in 1990. 1990. Yeah. 30 but, years ago? Wow. But he began a career as a film and television actor and recording artist. Okay, you've had so many lives. You were a porn star. Not just like you were in porn. You were a porn star. Like on covers of magazines. On covers of We'll get to that. And then you were in the music industry. You made albums. Mm -hmm. And then you were in TV and a film. And now you're like a badass 
house cleaner. What? <laughs> wow, that took change, huh? my house cleaner. Yes. That is how that is Lou how has yes. come into our presence. <laughs> Thank you for yep. making that connection. I how hope, do we yeah. find Lou? Because yep. Julie has said to me, I think the lovely man who cleans my apartment <laughs> is a porn star. No, I don't. <laughs> well, first of all, I will back up that the story is actually kind of funny that but one of our friends basically found Lou. Like he, She was like, he is the best house cleaner I've ever had. Referred him to Sweet. all of our friends yep. one of our friends was like hey um do you know your house cleaner is a ex-porn star <laughs> and she's like no i didn't know that and she's like don't you google who comes right. into your home right. he has like a wikipedia oh. and like imbd page <laughs> and i like also I had hired you at that point i'm like i guess i didn't google either <laughs> <laughs> but i'm nice and good and, oh, and yeah. really yeah i the mean best. you're brilliant Thanks. because i you're like the star house cleaner in wow. san francisco wow that's so this cool this is like a porno like <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes i do the music too for it <laughs> if i'm on a ladder or something i really do i really do in front of like the ladies that are like older like 60 years old or something if they're there I'll go to cue the porn music and they start laughing they think it's funny as hell well I also <laughs> love that you told me that like some people's like husbands will come to the door and they are like you are not who they are expecting to not be the cleaner at not at all. all and they always have to wait around a couple times to see who I am who the hell is this motherfucker you know what I mean right they do they do they're like the next time I go there their husbands are there and it's also a good test <laughs> if the husbands recognize you no. they're like oh yep. that, shit you know that's happened before so yep. so who is Lou Cass. Okay, let's talk about you. You live in Vacaville. You've been there for two years. Mm -hmm. Originally from San Jose. You're right. 53 years old, but yeah. you look fucking 12. Thank you. Porn <laughs> <laughs> will age you well. Wow. <laughs> and your right? current relationship right? status is hooking up and having mm -hmm. fun, mm -hmm. yo. That's what it's about. Yep. But who is Lou? How did you get into the porn industry in 1987? Um, I just got in through uh, regular modeling, and then the guy who I went to go see just—it was instantly like, "Hey, you'd be really popular in porn." Yeah. Didn't you answer? An uh, ad? Yeah, I answered an ad to Richard and uh, some guy named Richard here in San Francisco. Dick, yeah, Dick of right? Course. Funny. <laughs> 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 yeah, and um, and I answered that ad, and um, so yeah, you know, show me your dick and that kind of shit. I was like, "Here you go." Wait, so you thought it was just a modeling ad? Yeah, at first it was a, just a modeling ad to me. The first time Seriously. we had this conversation, we grilled you like yes. for an hour and about I, this, and I think and my gonna, timeline was all over the place. I'm going to grill you again. You answer an ad in Backpage. Uh, Bay Area Reporter, that the newspaper. Oh, it, okay. Yeah. In a and it was one of the in ads. In a newspaper yeah. for modeling. They're modeling. looking for a model. Modeling. Male you models, show yeah. up and they were like, show us your cock. Yeah. And you yeah. were like, cool. Cool, yeah. And what? <laughs> cool, yeah. I mean, you know. First what? I was in jeans and stuff and he goes, wow, that's that's impressive. That's what he said to me. <laughs> So it was in my jeans. I know. Do you I guess think I was, I, that was what the gig was for? Do you think that he just um, saw you and was like, "There's something was in this guy"? But it, was it was a regular like modeling a ad. It really, was a, it really was a regular modeling ad. Okay. It was like a legit ad. So I was like, "Oh, cool." So oh. I went there, and then you know that was the end of that. It was like regular commercial totally. director doubled as a porn director. Totally. That's talent yeah, he's, he's a talent yeah. scout. Exactly that. And, ah. and then right away he goes, "Hey, I want you to meet this woman because I know that she'll get you in films right away." That just sounds really risky. Because what if you were like, "No," and then you like suck it? Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally, totally. I mean, uh, totally. asking you to show you, but you were but like, cool, I was, I'll I was, show yeah, you yeah, my cock. Yeah, well, he was taking pictures and stuff, and I felt cool. What like compelled you to even answer that modeling? Um, I don't know. I just always wanted to do that. I always okay. step into acting. I was, you know. Got it. Yeah. How old were you at this point? I don't know. Young. 87, so I don't know. Early 20s, maybe. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. were a young spring chicken. Yes. Showed <laughs> your spring young chicken. spring chicken cock. Yep. <laughs> To this man named Richard, Richard. Dick. Richard, Richard, his name was Richard Bulger on Oak Street. Richard Dick. Bulger. <laughs> I'm oh not my joking. God. So can't... right there, you could have went, okay, Lou, come on. Um, well, no, he was just like, um, hey, I can get you, you know, print uh, a magazine and stuff like that. He was just like, you know, you can be really popular. And I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, because that looks impressive. He kept on saying, I'm like, what, man? Like, that looked, know. that looks impressive. Yeah, yeah, I get my jeans, you know. So I mean, there's I only like, one resume criteria. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Bulger. And uh, he said, you know, he said, I, you, you got to meet this lady. She's really popular. In films and stuff, and straight films and stuff, you got to meet her and stuff like that, and she'll get you. Uh, she'll get you work right away. I'm like, really? Uh, the next day, he called me and he goes, "She wants to meet you today." Wow. Like, so I was like, "Wow, okay." And she put me in a film right away. So, but it was him too that put me in the film because he was my manager at the time. And what was your first film? Pornographic film. It was just a loop, like um, it was with uh, some women. So it was a loop. It was um, what's a loop? 
a loop is the old-fashioned, the vintage porn. You know, the loop that was just like a scene, not a full full film. It's just loops, one scene. It's just one scene. And what was your first scene? Um, it was with a chick and um and a guy. With a loop, there's no storyline. It's None. purely just it's just working out. And the bitch gets on my dick. You know, that's like <laughs> porn today. <laughs> Wait, you're but the scene is you're working out. Working out, yeah. Okay, uh-huh. she gets on your dick. What's oh yeah, it, and the guy, guy do, the guy do, does too. She's and then he gets on my balls. Yeah, he's under the one. You got to see the picture. It's on the box cover. I, they're amazing. I can't even. I'm, 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 I'm on the back cover on like like this right there, and then they're just like servicing me. Lou, so. I can barely do 69. <laughs> I, I don't know how this configuration works. Let me He's, show you. Let me show you. <laughs> Let me show you right now. It's okay. So you were doing loops, and these were yeah. straight, and straight then by, by loops, and, and then, then I met Krista Lane, who was really popular um, in in straight films, like popular, like you know the movie Boogie Nights. Remember that? And yeah. And, yep. one, and, and they're like a family. That was exactly what was going on in my life. Very popular lady on covers of magazines, and and she goes, "You need to stop." You doing this you need to go gay i was like oh. go gay she, i go not really i don't think i'm really into it she goes no just do it your rules do it your way go gay and you'll be really huge she goes but make sure you do the rules you make the rules for, to these people but okay what was her reasoning for you to get into gay be- porn because of the way i look she goes you'll be huge you'll be oh. so popular among the gay guys because i knew i always knew it when i'd walk down the street i knew gay guys would be all over but there was like another that. reason straight porn, remember when you ba- said because we were back we're just background men are just background in they straight are porn. nothing they really are they are nothing just a dick <laughs> Seriously, that's just a dick. Wow, so you can be in the spotlight in gay porn. Exactly. And and immediately I was just targeted in there like huge. Who is this guy? You know, like every review of like the things came out of me, every magazine said this guy should not be in porn. This guy should be acting in Hollywood. The things that came all out, out of you, Lou? What came out of you? <laughs> um, can we talk about that? <laughs> yeah. All the Lou Juniors. Oh my god. Oh boy, that a lot actually. They had to have three camera angles on me because you know. Before you, before <laughs> you did gay porn and before you did buy like, were you straight? I did both my whole life. I'd never been in. Never okay, so like, this was nothing new to you. No, because my mom told me at 15. She was like, hey, Louie, you like to sleep with guys too, don't you? I was like, at wait, 15? what? Yeah, 15 Before years old. Before you even knew, she did. Oh, my mom was telling me. She goes, she goes, because I, I know you're with women. I hear them. I'm like, ooh. And, she, and then she was like, she's like, yeah, but um, I just wonder because I see the way they look at you. Cool. I bet also there's probably a cohort of men in the porn industry, that straight men, that don't want to go into gay porn. So it's probably like yep. a leg up also. Totally. Mm. And if, yeah. And I knew that it would be a stepping stone for me. I really did know. It was, everybody started talking about me. And all of a sudden, there were these things started coming out about me. And all of a sudden, I was on the cover of every fucking magazine. I was like, regular mom. Shots, you know what I mean? These were headshots on on twenty three magazine covers. Back up though. Yeah. Your first gay porn. We can work out. <laughs> we can work Set out the scenery for us. We can work out. I was I played Christopher the Towel Boy, a fifteen year old runaway. Wow, There's so yeah. many layers to this. You're a runaway. Uh-huh. You're a teenager. Mm-hmm. The Towel Boy. Yeah, I played the Towel Boy <laughs> at at a gym. Yeah, and I go and fuck all the <gasps> big old daddies in the gym. Oh my. While they're working out? Um, kind of after and stuff like that. Why was so much around workouts? I feel like no, that was I have like... no idea. I have no clue. Well, but... I mean, a lot of my gay friends do oh, fuck yeah. at true. gyms. That's so true. maybe it's just a That's so weird to me, yeah. But it sounds like your first buy one was also around a gym. It was, it was the first <laughs> one. It really was. The loops were, yeah. It was have you ever, too. Julie, Very have good. you ever that flirted was... with anybody at the gym? No. I feel disgusting. No. No. Me too. Like, I would never I would never I would do never. that. That's not me totally. I feel like the porn scenes back when you were doing porn were much more... More like movies like now it's just like these were stories that I had these yeah. were when they saw my, yeah when they started seeing me, me act they started writing films for me they, these people were writing films about for me wow. to star in right because like that. that just doesn't happen anymore no oh god no no it's like, all amateur porn, loop it's, now it's yeah. getting looped again it's just all amateur scenes and stuff they're not really stars anymore they're not yeah, yeah so you, not. you start booking gay porn mm-hmm. one after another how much did you get paid for your first loop um I think it was probably a hundred bucks hundred I don't really remember hundred twenty dollars for one scene and then your first film? $300 for weekend workout. Three, and I'm in every scene of that fucking movie. Then you only made $300. Three, $300, that's it. And then? I did all the way. That was my second film. And I got immediately, when I ended that, Richard Bulger, I ended that that whole thing with him. Oh, and, he's uh, no longer Oh, no, manager. no. But he made Lou Cass. He told me, you can't fire me. I made you. I go, really? I think my parents made me. But you know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> yeah. come on. Think the second film was uh, 4,500 or 4,200. Oh, 40, my God. 4,200. Like, you uh, just jumped. And then, but after that, it got really big. I was I was making really good, good, good money. Because were you I getting was, residuals too? No, no residuals. But let me tell you something. I was, I was doing so 
good. I was able to buy a home. I was able to, you know, do all that stuff. Was he just pocketing it? Like, Um, do you think that they actually, like, build it and he just took a huge cut? Probably no regulations. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was was fucked up, man. It was fucked. Because I made $300 for that fucking movie that was shot in Transamerica building. Oh, right. Yeah. It was shot in the gym there at the Transamerica building. Transamerica. Okay. For anybody listening, if you ever use a gym at Transamerica, please let us know. And and give us a tour. Because (laughs) that's an epic scene for Lou. But there was something crazy about filming this because Mm -hmm. you really had no license to film their home. No, not at all. You weren't allowed to do the point. It was against the law. It was like, if you got busted, we were were always like looking out like fucking speed freaks like this. You know what I mean? (laughs) Out the window. You know what I'm saying? We were were like looking out there like it was so scary. Keep an eye out there. I'm I'm acting. What the fuck do you want me to keep an eye out for, you know? So your (laughs) stage name was Lucas. Lucas, yeah. Okay. Why not use a stage name? Why Um, I don't know. I don't know if it was my dad's name too. I mean, I just Lucas. My whole life, people always called me Cass. And And you took your dad's name. Yeah, my dad um, was also... It's also also Lucas. Yeah, my dad was named Lucas, and he was was a police officer my whole life. How does he feel about being associated with a porn star? You know what? You know what? He he really actually loved... He he called me one time, and he goes, hey, you know what? I just wanted to let you know how cool it is that you made our name such a big name. He was so proud. He goes, you know, you were on magazine covers all around the world when people would honk. Because he has a license plate that says LL Cass. So people would honk at him. I'm not kidding. When people would honk at him, my dad would just wave because he knew, and then go by and there'd be rainbow stickers on the car. Oh my <laughs> Passing by the rainbow stickers, what? my dad would just wave. Like, you know, it was like really funny. And your mom was cool with it too? Uh, my mom, uh, the first time I did modeling, she was in the, at the kitchen table. I got home early in the morning, pitch dark, and she goes, I know what kind of modeling you're doing. <laughs> I go, Mom, how can you know? If you got to be on the other end of the phone, she goes, Mothers know. Mothers know. She goes, I mean, she goes, I know what you're doing, but be safe, she said. Because you smell smell like latex. Okay, I, right. Your mom right? sounds hilarious. I see those, I, I see those <laughs> rope. This is how cool my mom is. Uh, was, excuse me. She would go to where I used to strip. I used to strip seven days a week over at the campus theater over on Jones Street. This is before porn or after porn? This was during because I was I was a big star so I was making great money every day over at the... Oh shit, you're like headline just at like the strip club. At the strip club in San Francisco and I would be making killer ass money. I mean, I was making clear $850 a week for 20 minutes a day. That's it. Wow. That was how much just, just the, the, the company gave me, the Theater. So nice. And plus the tips. Oh, yeah. My mom would come to the shows and she'd mm-hmm. go up in the, in the dressing room. <laughs> my mom would sit in the dressing room and the guys would pass her by in jock straps, all the dancers, and you know, all the strippers. Like, hey, Mrs. Cass. Hey, Mrs. Cass. She'd be like, hi. Wow. My mom was that cool. <laughs> Have you guys seen Hustlers yet? No, I want to see it. I want to see it. Yeah. It's not the best movie, but what you're talking mm-hmm. about. There's a lot of familiarity. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's transforming. Oh, I thought it was back. gonna be more like Showgirls, but <laughs> no, 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 no. I love Showgirls. I love so that movie. So, what were the other people like in the industry? Like the other people in porn that you encountered? Let's take a quick break because I have an announcement. All right, everyone, you're hearing it here first. We would like to take our relationship IRL. We are inviting you, badass listeners, to be our VIP guests at our very first live dateable podcast show in San Francisco. Whether you're trying to DTR or DTF, we'll answer all your burning questions about love, sex, and relationships, along with some surprise guests and, well, just some other surprises that we can't reveal right now. The event will be on Tuesday, December 10th, and it's free, but you have to get tickets because space is limited. Come and be our VIP guests at the very first Dateable Podcast Live recording. Whether you're single, taken, or trying to figure it out, this show is for you. Get all the deets on our Facebook page, Instagram, or datablepodcast.com slash live. Now back to this episode. What were the other people like in the industry? Like the other people in porn that you well, encountered? Most of them were really cool, actually. It's like a little family. Just like um, Boogie Nights. Are you fucking your coworkers? Um, No way. Not, no? Not, no way. But do they fuck each other? Is that what do you a mean? normal oh, thing? Oh, they do for sure. Like after... Oh, after, you know, big showers and stuff like that. After the, oh yeah, you know, that kind of thing we do underneath the microphone after we have sex. The, everyone crowds around underneath the microphone. We all go, oh yeah. Oh, so that's all voiceover. Voiceover. It's effects. all fucking looped sound effects, all that kind of stuff. You know, oh yeah, oh fuck yeah you know that kind of shit and, but you're just standing there you're standing there nude we just had sex and we're all just going oh yeah oh fuck yeah you know can you give us a, a sample right now oh yeah fuck you yeah. open that hole up daddy <laughs> there you go I, I was I was like an asshole when I was in those films I was like uh, just hurting the guys like not hurting them but you know what I mean fucking them hard and shit like that you know oh, safely just, just the way they safely like let's combine I add that I was also and I'm proud to say this the most difficult person in the business at the time why the most difficult some companies wouldn't work with me because I was so difficult because I was so safe. Everything was safe, no matter what. Safe, like you always wanted condoms. Like- always had a not always want. Always had a condom, okay. no matter what. Sometimes three. Sometimes Ooh. three. And you could see it in my films. You can see the three. You can see the three red oh. things. 
You can see them. That's how that's how that's how safe I was. And they didn't want you to have oh, them. No way. But was, in my scenes, you never you'll never see me without it. What was the controversy a couple years back about condoms and porn? Was it that they had to wear condoms, mm-hmm. or so it was more like people in porn need like it's a yeah, law. Yeah, they have uh, yeah. to wear condoms. Back then, back then it was unheard of. Like some companies would be like, "Oh, Lou, the reason we're not working with you," I go, "Well, no, the reason I'm not working with you guys is because you guys aren't safe." Right. And and I said, and I stood up for it. I was like known as Mr. Safe Sex back then. Every article That's about me was not safe a bad sex. Thing. Not at all. I'm here and alive, and I'm HIV negative. Right. right. Okay? But they preferred I mean, you to not have condoms on because it looked better. That's all. On and, in, in, in my movies, there's other scenes with other people that they don't have condoms on, these guys. And I'm like, I'm like on the set going, come on. Back then, too. Back then, that was right. the height of it. Right. That was right there. That was right. 87. That was right. I would not risk it. No. no. So I don't know why I always like think of like the, maybe it's like Magic Mike, like the after right. parties and like right. that yeah. lifestyle. Did you oh. experience like um, that? Yeah, I did. It, there was like. Was yeah. there like a lot of drugs and stuff? That's all or? it was, drugs. And I'd, I'd see it all the time. I mean, I'd see it all the time on the set, all the time. And after. On the set. Oh yeah. And after too. But like I, what? I never did. I always, I always just marijuana. That's it. I, I never went any further with anything like what, that. What were the drugs that oh, were always coke um meth maybe but but mostly meth? coke oh yeah but mostly coke back then Shit. absolutely from coke to meth oh no absolutely the girls were rubbing in her you know excuse my put you know in her pussy and stuff like what? that oh yeah lou you want some come here i'm like no nah, no nah, thanks <laughs> wait I, they rub meth them. in their pussy no no i'm, oh, I'm coke. coke yeah and, I, and i'd and be like oh and, 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 and then fuck them you know oh yeah they'd be like come here come on give me. i go nah but other people in the industry were partaking in all this fuck yeah and then they were like also sleeping with each other. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, they were, sure, they were fucking around and stuff like that. I think people would be like, you know, hey Lou, oh my God, I, I moved from Texas. I'm like, what? We, I, we were acting. The fuck are you talking about moving from Texas? Hey, we can move in together. I'm going, dude, well, I'm move an actor. In together. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. A film called Man of the Year. I'll tell you that right now. And the dude goes, hey Lou, I'll fucking move from Texas. We can move in together. I go, dude. We were in the shower. I go, dude, that was a scene. We were actors, man. We were acting. I said, you're not going to be my boyfriend or anything like that. So did your co-star? <laughs> hit on you oh, when, all the time cameras all the time but, but 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 oh yeah totally oh it was crazy i'd be like no way you know you can't don't touch me until the camera's on you never dated a co-star or anybody in the industry no why um i don't know i had i had uh, boyfriends and girlfriends though but not not in the not industry porn. I mean, they, they would guess her on my porn but they'd be just regular actors and actors they wouldn't they wouldn't do so i you, had them in other, other parts in the film because oh, i can get a money so yeah front door guy or yeah or, or you know what i mean you can act in the film too make like an part. actual towel boy. yeah and actually have a camera around me one guy one guy made um forty thousand dollars a boyfriend that i had made forty thousand dollars just on camera just for doing a second camera of filming me wow. for a month all around Las Vegas, San Francisco, and just film me. He had it was called Camera B, B, yeah. B Camera. I was making really good money at when my name. Oh, got How much money were you making? I was making good. If, if my if my boyfriend at the time, cameraman, was making forty thousand dollars just for the B roll, then think about what I was making. I was doing pretty good. Then the, then then it started going up the nose. Probably yeah. After, after I did films and stuff, it was going up the nose. Probably up the nose. Oh what yeah. Mean? Oh, probably coke and stuff like that. I was doing yeah. Oh, you were you were spending oh, yeah. a lot of money on. Oh, coke. I was. Oh yeah. Because after like um, I don't want to jump ahead, but I. Um, I did my own. I got my own film company because I retired from films. So I was just, just going to see me direct films now. So I was directing. I directed three of them. Where is all that money? Uh, what happened? No fucking. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What did you do with your money? I don't know. Well, you go look at my house. You'll see probably all of it there for fifty-three years. <laughs> you're like you're like TLC. Collections. Like have, you just like right. But I have big collections. I have like so, so. Walk us through like those three years. Like what were like the high points? And then, like, what were some of the low points of the The high form? points was, like, in, in, oh, my God, in L.A., I'd be put up in mansions, you know, where, where, where the other actors would be, like, in the, in the little guest rooms, and I'd have the whole upstairs of the West Wing or something all to myself, you know. It's like I was treated like royalty. I'd go sign autographs in Las Vegas, and there would be lines, lines of people to get my autograph, women and men. Women and the husbands go, we watch your films at home, Lou, me and her. <laughs> I'm like, can my wife get a picture with you? And I'm like, yeah, you know. And then it was wild, you guys. I have film of all of that on videotape. Lines out, wrapped out the door of just people who wanted to meet me and stuff. It was trippy stuff. But I'd go out with like Robin Bird, who does her own TV show. Oh, I remember Robin Bird. I she love her. She was on Late Night TV. Late Night TV. I was the most, I was a most, um, I'm um, Robin Bird. Yeah, sit back, get <laughs> yeah, comfortable. Like, the, like, um, really big lips, yep. like lipo lips. She was like, on W Does Dallas. She was a star of W Does Dallas. And she'd be like, Hi, Oh, yeah, in a little fishnet. I'm Robin Bird. Uh-huh. 
you're looking for a good time, <laughs> she's give me awesome. a call. Yeah. She's awesome. And I, I went on there uh, um, the most times out of any stripper and uh, kind of actor back then. So she loved me. And they had fan clubs of me. The, the audience did. They'd call in and stuff. These ladies would be like, Lou, we have your magazines in front of us. Oh, my God. We love you. This is a Lou Cass fan club. I'm like, what? So you were saying that like it was like a really cool thing to be friends with a porn star. Yes. Right? Oh, but back then, it w- really was. It was like um, um, when Entertainment Weekly put it in, in, a, in, a, in a clipping, they said, what's good and what's bad this week or something. And they said, uh, uh, being best friends with the porn star is the coolest. And, and you like, have celebrity friends. I have so many celebrity friends, like real friends that are like. Name some of them. Um, Pia Zadora. She's been a friend of mine for 34 years. E.G. Daly. Love E.G. Daly. She's a really good friend of mine. She's uh, the voice of Rugrats, uh, Tony Pickles, and Babe the Talking Pig. And she's on Valley Valley Girl and Pee Wee's Big Adventure. She's, the, That's she's quite the friendship. She's actually she, 34 years, me and, and her Lisa too. Lisa Marie. Lisa Marie Presley's a good buddy too. She's really cool, Lisa Marie Presley. So after that, it was like, whoa. So it started becoming cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Back then, so it was like really cool. And, and EG would be like um, announcing me, hey, look at the stagehand. He's a big fan of yours, Lou. And then she'd, camera people would be like taking pictures of me and her, like EG Daly. And, and she'd be like, and this is Lou Cass, L-O-U-C-A-S-S. I'm like, you don't have to say it. You know, because she goes, get it right. Get it right in the papers. You know, I'm like, wow. Can you count how many people went up to you and wanted to suck your dick? Like, oh actually, they still do, like, all the they time. They still every do. Day. <laughs> every day. I mean, every day. I'm not kidding. Every day. Let me show you the text. <laughs> every day. No, I'm not kidding. Every day. Do every you, day. like, get stopped on the street still? Um, Once in a while. Okay. Once in a while, I'll still get it. Like, someone will say, you can't hide behind that beard, Lou. I'm like, whoa. God, this whole time I've had weird. a celeb in my home the right? whole time. And you didn't time. know? And for years now, I've been working for you, Julie. Come on. Seriously. But I'm not a celeb. No, I'm not a celeb. So, okay. So, you told us D-list. high points. What were some of the <laughs> yeah, magazines you were on? Um, I was on all the, all the vintage classics. All the really popular ones, like Blue Boy, yeah. Advocate Men. Um, Honcho, Stallion, Mandate. I was on all those. All those were really popular, and I was on Inches. Inches. Thank you. Inches. I was on Inches. Um, Great name. Oh, oh, now I get it. (laughs) So what were some of the low points? Um, Fighting with the relationships that I was in. (laughs) Yeah, what was dating like as a That's what I'm trying to say. It was like, it it was the jealousy, but it would be, I don't know, it was really weird. How would you meet them in the first place? A couple of them were fans. Oh, okay. One in Washington, D.C., and he moved out, you know, to California. One guy did. And then they knew, I mean, they obviously know what you do for a living, mm-hmm. but it was hard for them to accept sometimes? Um, I'd be like, it's just a job. I said, come to the set if you want to. they come to the set and they'd storm off, you know what I mean? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So it was like, oh, boy, you know what I mean? And I'd be like, you know, hey, I told you. I told you when we were just going out. I told you. To girls and guys, I say this. But I was like, you know, um, hey, it's just my job, you know, that's, you know, but I, I, you knew it before, you knew before we were, you know. Career was like 1987 <laughs> 87, to, yes. to 1990. Mm-hmm. Why did you leave the porn industry? Um, I went as far as I could. I went, I was at the top. I, like, I made as much money as I probably could too. And uh, you wanted to have that same sort of fame in film and television. Which is the wrong approach to fucking Hollywood. Why? Because you go there to be an actor. You don't go there to be a star. You know what I mean? I, I was going, mm. I'm going to be a star. And I mm. thought I was. I was like, fuck. I'm yeah. a fucking huge porn actor. Come on. When I retired, like, I was in Vegas. And I retired um, on that day when I, I won Best Actor. And I was like, okay, I'm out of here, guys. You know, I'm uh, on the podium. I was like, hey, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? I'm done with porn. I'm going to retire. Once a porn star, always a porn star. They yell at me. I drove to Hollywood that night. I went to Hollywood right after that. Went to Hollywood. Was, I was on Melrose Avenue. Opened up Billboard magazine. I'm not kidding. At six o'clock in the morning, I think. Opened up Billboard magazine. There's my record. There's my fucking song. And you were secretly producing. I did. A I, I, well, no, it actually got really got a whole bunch of publicity. That oh my god, adult actor cuts album. They're like really fucking. The whole industry went crazy because it was the first person, first time that anybody's going to do that. Music was my it was my thing. I, I wanted and, and and I sat on that record too. I, I did that record, Rated X. There was publicity. There was like magazines. Rated X. Okay. Rated X. It was it was called Rated X. It is called Rated X. And 30 years ago, by the way, it came out and I, I listened to it and I was like, no, this ain't good. This is horrible. This is my voice is horrible. I go, I'm yelling to these people. I'm yelling to the engineers in the studio. I'm like, can you guys do something about my voice? I, I go, this, I, I can't release something like this. And they go, Lou, we have 24 tracks and all 24 tracks are on your voice, buddy. I'm like, okay, they're trying to do it. And they go, we just not, you know, this is old time studio shit. They're like, you know, we can't do anything more. I was like, okay, I guess then you guys are gone. So I had such attitude. I was like, you know, bye, fired. Like what happened with the music and TV and like acting, like well, all the, that? The acting was, um, that was hard. Getting, mm. That was hard because you need an agent and no one, fuck, I'd go to, I'd go to all these agents, agencies mm. and someone would be like, 
like, Luke Cass, that sounds really familiar. Mm. So you're the already typecast. All of a sudden, Luke Cass was a name that people were going, I'd go on the set, people would be like this to me. Guys would look at me like, they'd look at me. And then all fucking, all fucking in the morning, they'd be like, shh, it's our little secret. I won't tell anybody. I go, tell anybody what? He goes, that, you're Luke Cass, right? I go, yeah. He goes, oh, I won't tell anybody what you used to do. I go, it don't matter. I said, <laughs> I don't care. Know, yeah. I said, I don't care if you know. He goes, he goes, oh, probably wouldn't be good though. Because back then it wasn't. It was like, you know what I mean? So it wasn't like a seamless, like you thought like going from porn to acting would be kind of like a seamless transition. Um, I knew it was going to be hard when, when Lisa Gibbons, you remember Lisa Gibbons? Yeah. She, she asked me, she told me, she goes, well, now that you're, mm, you did gay porn she goes now what you can't go anywhere else from there can you i was gonna ask you as the next question which i think is a good segue is kind of like what did you learn from doing porn all these years let's take a second away from this episode and i'm going to ask you to do a quick armpit check how are you smelling right now Hey, I'm not judging. I'm just looking out for you. We here at Datable are huge fans of native deodorant, which are made with simple, clean ingredients that truly deliver. You've probably heard all about them on the Today Show, Good Morning America, and Pop Sugar. Everyone's raving about native. My favorite scent is the lavender and rose because it smells like anything but the traditional deodorants I grew up using. If you're not into scented deodorant, they also have unscented as well. I switched to Native because it doesn't contain any aluminum, which has been linked to some serious health issues. If you haven't tried it yet, now's your chance. For Datable listeners only, get 20% off your first purchase by going to nativedeodorant.com and using the code DATABLE at checkout. Again, go to nativedeodorant.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E for 20% off your first purchase. Now back to the show. I was going to ask you as the next question, which I think is a good segue, is kind of like, what did you learn from doing porn all these years? That that my sex has to be wild now. <laughs> I'm not joking. Because you've done it in um, every you, like which dating, way. Dating and stuff like that, it's got to be just, yeah, because I've, I've already been through it, so I don't want to be bored. Or the expectations, Let me show you, let me show you what I mean. You, let me show you what I mean, ladies. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, I, um, I, 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 I just, I don't want to be bored. So seriously, I, 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 that's what I've learned, honestly. It's what I learned from porn. My mind is just set differently. When you're dating now, do you tell people that what you used to? They do? know. People know. People. So know are their name. expectations like up here that this that, is going to be like wild and crazy? Because sex. I used to. Oh, because I used to have like things in my house. I used to have like all my achievements. All my in, my, in the bathroom, I'd have everything framed. Like, in your up, bathroom. In my bathroom, I'd framed everything. You know, like adult actor cuts album. You know, all that kind of stuff. Like porn star, porn star records music and all that stuff. So would you yeah. do it all over again if you had the option? Never. I mean, Never. I, well, I, well, no porn. You mean? Yeah. No. No, people, people say today they go, Lou, I'd fucking pay every, anything to see you in porn today because I, I look so different. I look, don't, I mean, I look completely different from the old days. I mean, those fucking thirty three years ago, I was thirty. Yeah, thirty three years ago, I was a a skinny white boy, Peter Brady hair with no tattoos and uh, a big dick, and uh, <laughs> and that was about it. You know what I mean? It's like fucking. But I had a face that sold. I, yeah. I looked like I was fifteen. So but why wouldn't you do it again now? Because it fucked with my head. It, it, it so many people commit suicide in that business or have passed away. Wait, is this you? That's me right there. Oh my god, Julie! Did check it out. Oh my god, you look like Mario Lopez. Oh my god, look at my hair. That's me. Right there. Is it oh nude? My is there nude? God. Is there nude? But yeah, is there nude? Really? Let me see. <laughs> I want to see what you're looking. That's fucking hot, dude. That's your my, dick. Yeah, my dick's bigger than that now. Though. No, really, your it dick is. grew. Um, it's weird. I didn't know your. No, no, no. Dick it really grow. is weird. It's like maybe because jerking it so much. I don't know. <laughs> is this how you clean Julie's house? Let me see. Let me see. I want to see so bad. That's exactly how I clean Julie's house. Julie, do you see that? Of I do. Of course. That's like when you leave, no, no, and I, that's what's happening. Okay, so for, I love, you guys can't see this, but it's basically him doing like the sorority over the, the shoulder look. The eighties. Like, the eighties look. That would be like the Sheen Easton. Everyone go do the Sheen Easton. Like his <laughs> bare ass, side. and then he's yeah. like turned around. Wait, can we rewind? I want to yeah. talk about why this fucked you up. Oh yeah. Uh, thanks, Julie. You know. It, <laughs> It, it fucked up everything from dating to um, relationships to everything in my life for that for that kind of sex w- reasons why you know now I'm and now I'm all kinky and fucking being because honest. you just can't find it, it, just boring it's you're just, like, just not content with normal sex thank you God you're fucking good because that's exactly <laughs> what I say I go I'm, I'm just bored of the mom and pop sex mm. the everyday mom and pop you just fuck, can't blow me, have like whatever. normal sex ever um, like what not, do you need not really, all this time not really uh, my like, hand. I'm dating my hand for fucking years now. So it's just like it doesn't do anything for you. Oh, it does. I mean, it does because I have a lot of sex. Okay. I have a lot of. I I have more sex now than I do ever. Where do you meet people? Um, online. Like on dating apps, stuff. Which app do you use? Um, Grinder, 
Um, I used to use Craigslist all the time for men and women. Yeah. Men, men and women, fucking Craigslist would be the fucking bomb for me. Oh, it was great. Motels and all that shit. These fucking, these men and women. They're probably were, down to do some They were fucking cool as fuck. Some stuff, hot, some yeah. hot fucking people too, man. It was really, yeah. And then the Wait, next day the guy you... would call me and go, hey man, my wife, I'm, I left my wife at home. Can I come see you? I'd be like, what? <laughs> I'm super nervous about my search history now, but like in this that's picture. That's hot. I, I want to look under my name too now. Are you licking ass? Um, that's not me, no. Oh, that's I don't not? do that. Sorry. I, I've never done that to a guy or a girl. Wait, so you said that also there were a lot of like suicides in... Um, that's happening right now. It's um, Every year there's like a suicide pack for gay porn stars. Isn't that weird? Why do you think Seriously, that's all the, the big case? ones, all the big ones are killing themselves. Every year there's one that's dying. Every single, every year and everyone's like, that's so weird, Lou, huh? Everyone writes to me and goes, Lou, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm not going to fucking do anything like that. Right. I'm not, like, cra- I'm not crazy like those fucking people. I mean, that business makes you crazy. Why it do you think it is? Is it drugs, just so drugs, many highs? Drugs. The, and then you just can't deal with the lows oh, at yeah, all. The, low, the same thing with the Hollywood thing. I was getting, I was going to audition after audition after audition while working during the day. I'd go and take my lunch and go to audition. No, no, no. I'd go in, go into mm. a room. There'd be a hundred Lou Casses there. They'd all look like me. I'm not kidding. And people, some people would go, oh, damn it. They'd walk out when they saw me. I'm not kidding. They'd be like, oh, damn it. You know? So you think that people just like get into, like they don't get on auditions and they do a lot of drugs and mm-hmm. that's what's like causing the instability? Oh, yeah, to- to- for, for porn, yes. For the regular business, I call it the regular business, the, mm-hmm. the mainstream. Because mm-hmm. I think I was one of the only actors to ever break through to the mainstream also. Mm-hmm. It really was. That's what everyone always told me too. Like, cause I did I Love Trouble with Julia Roberts. Um, first, first act, actor ever from, from porn to do, from adult films to do on a Disney set. First time. Wow. Which one? I, I love, love trouble. And, yeah, oh, and, and very good, very good, Disney Julia. Yeah, I did your homework? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah, she she did that. But Julia got me a fucking SAG card, and she was really cool. Oh. So okay, so that's super interesting. Do you think you just got out at the right time? Because yes, you were only in three years. Absolutely. Absolutely. Imagine absolutely. if you were still in porn now. Oh my how god! How worn down you'd be. I, oh my god! Oh my how god! How drugged I, out you'd be. How haggard I'd be. I mean, really, haggard. You would not look this good. Thank you. That's sweet. You look good too. Thanks. I did porn for half. Uh, let's do porn. Oh, wait, what? Let's do porn. <laughs> so, how did you kind of like escape the drugs and all the like situation no, that was happening? I'm not going to say I, I didn't do drugs because I did not during okay. filming. Not during Ooh. filming. Not after. I didn't. I, I I used to take my my money and I'd go home like the ten thousand dollars for for stripping over in New York. Ten twelve thousand dollars a week. Take that money and, and take it home and take it into a bank. But and other go, what? people would just. I'd see the director giving the giving the actor or actress money, and then I'd see the that actor going like this, or the actor going like this, and then giving back the money. So whatever you're making Crazy on set, how? you're just paying the director back. back for, to, isn't that wild? And that's really what I saw all the life. time. I don't care if people are listening to that and going, "Lou, that's fucking wrong of you to say that." I'm telling the truth. And yeah. there's people that died, like Joey Stefano. He was one of them. He was a guy who was just all over me too when I was going to film a movie with him. The last movie that he was in, the last movie I was in. And and he and he killed himself on Thanksgiving. Oh my god! Yeah, after that, and fucking let me tell you something. And 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 because of the drugs, he overdosed. And wow. Yeah. So, so you like clearly got out because you wanted to do like music and stuff. But was I have there, a brain? I yeah, fucking, I was gonna say, was there like something else that you're just like I can't keep? This isn't sustainable. Like, you, it, where, where else can I go? Like Roseanne once told me, she goes, "Where else can you go?" She goes, "It's a trip because people call out your name, they call out my name, they see mm. me on TV." Roseanne said, "We sat down at fucking Coco's restaurant over in L.A. Me and Roseanne. Oh yeah, it was great." And she was. Me, she goes, she goes, people yell out your name, they yell out my name, but they see everything of you, Lou. They see your intimacy, they see you nude, they see every bit of you. I couldn't imagine that, she said. Not that I, she goes, I'm fine with it. She goes, but I couldn't imagine how much they, they, they get so more involved in you, with you mm-hmm. because they, they get like, oh my God, you're nude and you're, so you really just cool. hit a point where like, you were like, there's nowhere more I can go. I'm no. like at the top of the porn but game. I knew, yeah, like- I was, I was, there was nothing I could do. Then I directed the films, three of them. And then um, that was it. I, I was like special guest star, so I was just an actor in him. And then all of a sudden, I was just there. I was, and uh, um, the music came. I, but I always wanted to do music. I knew it was a stepping stone. I knew it was. But is there also kind of an expiration for porn stars anyway? Kind of like gymnasts. Like sure. at a yeah. certain point, no, for sure. you reach no. your peak, and they're like, eh, for sure. You're and out. I, I went out as number one, though. See, I went out before I was. Yeah, a yeah. Before you're before out. I was before people still wanted me. They, I was still getting full demand because my acting was really good. So I had storylines. I had people flying me to Hawaii just to. Lou, can you just read the script? All expenses paid. I'm like, okay, I'll just read it. Like, no, I'm not into it. I was a list um, porn actor. I was like fucking adult film actor. I was, and then legend. I mean, then I was in a book. There was a legends, and I was like flipping through the book. Swear, mm-hmm. flipping through the book. I had no idea. You know, they had stars. Yeah. And they have legends. Three pages in, it's Lou Cass. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm with all these legends. I'm like, this is not. This is a joke. 
And yeah. no, it wasn't. They said the print model was everyone's favorite. You know, and wow. I'm like, whoa. Because that well, was so print model. I was we were talking about this last time. Like, there's not really, like, porn stars anymore. No. Right. Like, that's, like, not a thing. No, where's the Jenna Jameson's, the Luke Cass's? Like, I'm going to boast about myself. But I am, I am because <laughs> I really am because I was big back then. Back then. Now it's the Kim Kardashians, right? Now, exactly. It's just a no, normal person. Exactly. Exactly. You're right. Can make a sex tape. Yep. Right. Yeah. But see, and I, I never hid it anyway. I've never hid the fact. You know, people go, Lou, you're brave for not not ignoring it. I go, well, what? What am I ignoring? That's your life. That's, that's my life, even though that person really doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But he does. I mean, this is me. But I mean, that person was going up on stage thinking he was rock and roll and shit. You know what I mean? I was at all these gay events. I was I was headlining these gay events. I was Folsom Street Fair, the um, Doriali Fair. I was headlining those fucking things. You know what yeah. I mean? Singing. Yeah. So in singing, your people would be like, take it off, Lou. Career. Take it off. When I'm, trying, I'm going, I'm singing. Come on. In your career <laughs> as a porn star, what did you learn about humanity? I hate to boast about me, though. Back then, AIDS was a huge thing. Mm. HIV was huge. It was AIDS. And back then, I would go to hospitals and stuff, and I would go and I would um, meet the people because they wanted to meet me. I'd bring movies. I'd bring magazines, sign them. Mm -hmm. They were frail. They were in the hospitals. I also never accepted money from my record, Rated X. I never accepted the money. It went forward right to Smile, the oh. group Smile and Glad, because I, I never accepted money. It went All the royalties went over there. I signed over checks because that was what I did. And that's yeah. humanity. I don't know. But you talked about your transition out of yes. porn. And how did you go from entertainment industry to cleaning houses? Um, I don't I don't really know. Uh, my buddy owned a business um, here. He owned a business called um, Wizards Clean Team. And um, I was working for him. But I uh, wanted to go, hey, wait a second. What am I getting? I'm, this guy's making a lot of money off me. And I'm not, Why you know. did you think about working for him in the first place? Um, because he was a buddy of mine. He, needed, he goes, hey, you want to you work? And I was like, oh, hey, that'd be cool. Because I was managing warehouse entertainment. I managed Warehouse Records. Remember Warehouse Records? No. Oh, Warehouse was a big record chain, like Tower Records and all that. Oh, okay. So I did, yeah, I did. Um, I, I ran that for like 12 years, I think. After the entertainment business, I was mm -hmm. doing all the movies and TV. I worked at a record shop. I was manager at a record shop uh -huh. for a long time. Closed down. So my buddy goes, hey, why don't you work for me and clean? And he goes, you're so mm. good. Your house is just fucking spotless. You're fucking... He goes, why don't you come clean? And I was like... Not what I would think of a porn star. No. <laughs> having a clean house. No. I don't know why. And someone did like... Someone it's wrote like a something, porn set. You yeah. Know? yeah. What happened this morning? <laughs> Julie woke up and she shook her to me and I was like, hey, Julie, what's up? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Julie's like, the door's open. I was like, oh, the door's, open. the door's open. I was like, oh, what is this, a Craigslist ad? What the fuck's going on here? There's coffee right here. This, this is the real truth. This is That's the real happens. thing. Here's what, here's <laughs> the morning. That's why I'm so popular. Get on okay? my <laughs> That's why I'm so popular. Okay. Yep. Okay, so then you started working for your friend. I started working for a friend. And then, and then you're like, I should break off and do my own I really thing. Do. Yeah, I totally. Because I, and all of a sudden, um, I'm making good money. Thanks, Julie. Um, yeah. <laughs> Julie, though, she's she's awesome. Um, she introduced me to a lot of people. and um, I Everybody. Mean, everybody. I see everybody Everybody now. I know uses you. Yes. Well, I don't know about it. it uses me. I mean, they did before in films. They used me. But <laughs> <laughs> what what are some similarities between this industry and the porn industry? Are there any? Yeah, you, I, I get jokes all the time. Dirty, I get jokes you see all the time. Dirty hey, shit. hey Lou, how much extra? How much extra? Yeah, but how much extra, Lou? To fucking you do it in a strap. Hey Lou, can, <laughs> Lou, can you do it in some tidy whities Lou? I go, no, that's not. I'm not that's my business is legit. Except for Julie, she's like, please wear, please wear the tidy whities tomorrow. But, <laughs> kinky. <laughs> look at Julie turning red. Look at. <laughs> kinky. I was she, like, whose panties are these? And she's like, oh, those are reserved for Lou. Right? I totally. And then also the straps on her bed. Yeah, the, the new bed. The straps on oh, her oh, new the new bed. bed. The new the new restraints. Oh, yeah. So I saw that. Julie's like, oops. Oops, like taking away. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Julie. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> now people know. Uh-huh. Okay, since this is a dating podcast, I'm trying to relate it yes, back Julie, to dating. Yes, Julie, we can go out, but I don't, date, I don't date my clients, Julie. I'm sorry. But what You're not you a client, learn? though, honey. Oh, hey. Blue <laughs> cat. Okay. Hey. Come check it out. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm totally open to looking at your dick. These <laughs> <days>. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Okay, did you guys see it? Just <laughs> Tip. Just saw the just tip. Just a tip. Well, you, are these the jeans that you wore no, to your audition? No, Wouldn't that so, be amazing no, if you so did? No, that's so funny, though. Um, let me tell you something that's really funny. I sold a pair of my jeans for five thousand six hundred dollars for you. for and it, it, for for a really? movie for a movie called sexy bully blue which i my biggest movie Lou. and i still had all my clothes fucking tagged and all that with, with the scenes i was in some guy goes lou do you still have the jeans you wore in sexy Blue? i go yes i do because a buddy of mine said lou keep all that shit and tag it people are going to want it later on and i told somebody that i don't know who i told three days later it's on the internet who sold it the, the most money that's ever been sold for a, a clothing of item wow. a, an item of clothing that that was used in a porn film was with my jeans and the guy showed me a picture he had it in glass 
in a glass fucking case with a what? picture. It's a picture, a still from the movie of me wearing the jeans, and he had it up there, really big in his in his house. I just sell my stuff on Poshmark for like twelve dollars. <laughs> <laughs> imagine my jaw trap, how much I'm sold for. Whoa, I'm just joking. So, okay, so if there's one thing that you could bring into porn today, what would that be? Um, bring back the, the old time celebrities. Bring back, mm. bring back the way it used to be. The way it used to be when they were really big, Marilyn Chambers and all them, all, all of them, Jeff Stryker, Lou Cass, I'm going to say my name again. Because <laughs> I was, I was really big print model. Mm-hmm. I was really big in films, you know. So bring back more acting into porn. Not only not more acting, just bring back the celebrityism yeah. of it or whatever you call it, mm. the celebrity thing of it. Because it, it used to be fun. I mean, I yeah. used to be fun, man. I used to be going to parties. I did go to a few parties and, you know, and, and I did a, I did a porn film about eight years ago. Mm. I came back and did a porn film. Oh, Se- you did. I, was, I was away from the business for 17 years. Wow. So I was, I was headlining Matt magazines again after 17 years away from the business porn sensation returns that's smart but but i did if not nude in it i'm not nude and i play a psycho drugged out serial killer in it oh my god and it's called dare from falcon films and, and the director wrote the part for me wow to, i know and i was like well, thanks a lot a psycho serial killer thanks <laughs> here's it goes i, I won best actor i feel like you and i you loves porn I love and porn. I'm not a big porn person. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, I feel like the porn I am gravitated to is like... Lucas. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what I'm <laughs> every day. But I like like when it's like scenes and it's more like acting. Yes, like, I need, need a storyline. A storyline. Yeah, I need a storyline. When I just like go on like you porn or right. whatever and it's just like really gross people fucking, right. it does nothing Well, me for, for 10 me. seconds, boom, 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 it's done. But this oh, yeah. literally like it does not turn me on at all. But it, like, Looping you would not like. Yeah, or just like in general, like what Mm-mm. porn is today. Yeah, like, you there, get... there used to be storylines. There used to be they used to film it on film too, not not the cheap video shit you see today. The loops and all that shit, yeah. the, the, the garbage. Because well, now there's a lot of amateur shit. It's all amateur. Right, there's right. there's right. no there's more like digital cameras it's, and your cell the companies phones. are down because everyone's amateur. That's actually probably why porn industry is a little different now because it's completely different. Not we a little. have camera phones. Yeah, right. Everything. Yeah. Everyone can be a porn boom, star. Boom. Everybody is a porn star. Have you ever made a sex tape, Julie? Come no. on. Me and her did one yesterday. <laughs> oh, no, this morning. I'm sorry, this morning. I'm sorry. It's what? called cleaning her pipes. Right? I know, right? <laughs> uh, yep, it's true. I, right. <laughs> I haven't, but I actually talked about it with my ex. What, what happened? we broke up, so. Oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> but we so did, like, close. we did, like, video because he was, like, abroad. He showed me. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Wait, wrong But, one. like, in those moments, you kind of channel you your kind own, of feel like, like you're a porn yeah. star. Have you made of a video? Course. Of, yes, yes I of have. course. Look at her. She's beautiful. Once. Look at her. <laughs> Once. And the whole time, I just kept thinking, like, if this went up on you porn, right. what kind of person would watch this? Yeah. I was, like, thinking yeah. of my demographic. Yeah, but no, but you, well, you're hot as fuck. But, um, <laughs> but, if, but, but back then, also, it was it was for one scene. Mm. It was twelve to sixteen hours, seventeen hours for one scene back then. What? For one scene. That's how. That's how. That's they were filmmaking back then. It Damn. wasn't just fuck me, fuck me, fucking suck my yeah. dick. It was fucking actual filming and, and, and really cool. I liked it. Let's hold that thought for a second. We'll get right back to it. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the high love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATABLE at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code DATABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's ViaHemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from ViaHemp. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. 
MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. <laughs> Wait, wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. But she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? <laughs> and maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, like really it. cool. It was really That's cool. Because I, I was always I was always looking at the way they filmed it and all that shit. When you did the yeah. video, did you watch it after? Oh yeah. I what did you think? It. What was your reaction? Um, you look at how you look, right? How your body was, looks and stuff? I was drugged out. So I didn't look I didn't bathroom. look as, as great as I thought I did when I was on drugs. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Time, totally. Like, yes, totally. Me too, me too. Me too. And I watch it back and I'm like, yeah, me too. That's actually what I've thought about because, like, because you'll, like, you'll, you'll, you'll in, um, judge yourself, you'll, right? Yeah, you'll look good, 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 you know. It's like mean? when my ex and I, like, when he was in um, the UK, like, we did like video chat, obviously, rated mm-hmm. X, right? Sure. But my song, thank you, <laughs> yeah, we had rated X playing in the background, <laughs> right? But, um, I was like always thinking, like, what would this look like if I was watching myself, yeah, you know what right, I mean? Right. And then, like, when we were talking about doing the video, I'm like, it would be kind of hot, but I'm also like, yeah, it is would hot. it, it is an hot. actual, but it is. Yeah. How about you critique you critique yourself like yeah. big time? Like I'm drugged out in a lot of those home movies. I have I have so many home movies. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I have home movies from here to New Jersey to New York to Hawaii. <laughs> I believe to, it. No, I'm not kidding. That's I, probably worth money. And I, I do it all the time though. I do like I film it all the time. Maybe that's what I get off on too. Yeah. You're yeah, like so I, used to it. That's so how porn is. Used to it. There is something really hot about filming it. Yeah, for but sure. Then, it is, then you it worry is. like, is it, it is. gonna get into iCloud? Right. Oh my god, and yeah. That's why I always make sure it's on my phone. I always make sure it's on my phone, seriously. Yeah. Hey, Luke, can you send me the copy? I go, maybe. Yeah. My ex was like, that shit sings faster than you think. It does. <laughs> and then you're like, if I it's delete scary, it, huh? is it really deleted yeah, exactly. off my phone? Oh, I know. Which exactly. one does it go to? It goes to every single, what do you call it now? I don't know. I'm I'm so. It's I'm super. It's like that. that scary. There's a movie called Sex Tape, right? Yeah, and something like that. Yeah. It's the same thing. Oh, that I love happens. that. That was a Cameron Diaz, the comedy one. Was it Cameron Diaz? Was that that funny one with, I don't know. It was she, Cameron Diaz or um, the other one? So that shit could happen, but I do think there's something really hot about being filmed it yeah. is hot it is hot and, and and most people nowadays too they go hey can i film this i'm like fuck yeah but on my camera right Control. that's why i say on my phone i have to have it now because they can go hey this is lucas right and they can't they can sell that shit yeah. maybe those some are some of fucking, our takeaways yeah, for our listeners if you're doing like and plus everybody has a phone tapes. like right now somebody has a phone out there oh, so you yeah. see out the window and people are like hey it's okay nobody can see us i go dude Close the fucking drapes or I'm not going to fucking do anything. Because so, everyone has a fucking phone so nowadays. So what, what are some of our takeaways? It's not going to be a stretch to talk about dating and porn. Because the problem with dating today is that people constantly look for the highs. Kind of like in porn. You're always you're always Reaching. looking for the ejaculation. You're always mm-hmm. looking for that erection. You're the money looking shot. for the money shot. Or you're looking for the drugs on set. There's like highs, highs, highs. Very and good. then when you go home, there's the... What is a relatively low, which actually isn't a low, very it's just good. regular, right? You're very good at this because that's so, true. No, it's so very true. So I do true. think in dating, we do the same thing is like we go on these dates and then we're like, oh, I didn't feel the sparks because yeah. we're looking yeah. for the highs. We're looking for the highs. When high. everyday fucking life yeah. is like the, the, what you call the lows, right? right. Or right or steady. Or, yes. So we're like addicted to this feeling of sparks. Sparks and chemistry in dating. And that's exactly why we set ourselves up for failure. The goals get higher too. If you spend the rest and of your life with someone, it's not always going to be those highs. It's yep. mostly not going to be those highs. You're so right. Yeah. And that's kind of like my takeaway because it brings me back to this groundedness of, of saying, okay, we've all had highs in our lives, but we can't dwell on that. We 
always mm-hmm. talk like, oh, I remember when I had the gold standard with this person, sure, right? Or sure. like, I had an amazing night with this person. Why can't I replicate it? It's because those are moments that are not meant to be replicated. And if you're looking for a true life partner, those are not the moments you should be looking for. It's looking for those everyday mom and pop moments mm-hmm. and how that makes you feel. Yeah. 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 I think my oh, takeaway really is at the end of the day, like porn is entertainment. We mm-hmm. talked about it, especially. Yep. Right. Yep. Like I think what you said too of like people wanting to like take your like romance, I'll call it in air quotes, yeah. like yeah, yeah. and think it was like actual. And you're like, no, this is just a set. Right. A set. Yeah. And I think like right. one of the things that comes up today with porn so accessible is that like it skews what people's like reality mm-hmm. is of sex. 100%. So it's like you have to remember that even if someone's just like shooting on a webcam in their home, like yeah. it's for entertainment at the end of the day. Yes. And if your sex life doesn't match that up 100%, doesn't mean that there's something wrong with your sex life. Yeah. It's just a yep. different situation. Because people That's... always ask me that. They always ask me, hey, Lou, do you always like this? Do you always need to have this kind of sex? I go, most of the time. Now you do. Now I do most of the time. Seriously. Right. Yeah. I mean, just now, you know, blowjob thing, you can fucking do it nowadays. You know? Yeah. It's got to be a little bit more kinky. It's got to be a lot so more kinky. So maybe that's another takeaway. There you it's go. Like that's all what, what you get used to, right? It's yeah. like when that bar is set. And I'm set. still looking for that. I'm still looking for that. Wait, you know, Julie, you bring up an interesting point because you hear people, when they have kinky sex, they go, I felt like I was in a porno. Yeah. But if you think about it, isn't pornos, isn't that supposed to simulate real life? Like porn is supposed to like mirror fantasy. Fantasy. real life, but, in, a but in a on a heightened level. Yeah, right? that's why porn is a why fantasy. Why are I think. we striving to live our lives right? like porno right. when porn <laughs> is supposed to just Funny. be entertainment and, or a heightened reality that's right. really not reality? Yep. That's a really interesting yeah. point. It's like, what are you striving for? Are you if you're happy in your sex life, why even look for that next level of porn sex? Right, but don't most guys like jerk it like fucking even when they're married and stuff? You know what I mean? You totally know what I mean? fine. Porn, yeah. for guys to jerk it but I've had guys ask like why can't I come on a girl's face I see it in porn all the time because it's not pleasurable for the woman that's entertainment because that's that's entertainment that could be a fantasy and then I ask why are you why are you turned on by um, watching a man come on a girl's face and then they go I'm actually not sure. Yeah, it's just they what don't I saw. know. It's because yeah. because porn yeah. told me that. Same I thing with lesbians. Off. Same thing with two women together. Guys, yeah, well, guys love it because yep. that's overplayed in you know porn I mean? for sure. Way, way. But I mean, it's just like it's real trendy and popular though. Still, guys yeah. would be like, "Oh, I fucking love that." No. You know what I mean? I mean, that's seriously. I, I do too, I guess. But I guess the positive of porn, even today, the accessibility of it is like it can inspire you to yeah. try but new it, things. It scares right? me though when I have nieces and stuff. I don't yeah. want them seeing that shit all over True. the fucking. I don't care about my shit. I mean, the world has seen me. I don't give a shit. But I don't want them. Because, you know, computer easily now. Yeah. When I was a kid, nothing like this. There was no computers and shit. Right. None of this, you know what I mean? So I, I was just like, you know. The accessibility is much different. I think it's, I don't like it. And that sounds so prudish to me. But yeah. I mean, I mean, really, I don't like it. Coming Sorry. from the porn star. And who has a song called Rated X2? I mean, come on. But I'd be as curious to see how the Me Too movement has affected the porn industry. And if these storylines are going to be just a little bit different in right. the next year right. or two. But isn't there like so much the of that The woman one? CEO. Right. Like every like TV show is like that now. Assistant, who's a man, right? Yeah, yeah. that would be interesting to see. Okay, so I thought of this. I've been asked a few times if to I suck. am, oh. if I am this one porn star. Can you guess who this porn star is? I've been asked a few times on the internet. Are you related to this um, person? There's like only one Asian porn um, star. No, no, there's a few, but I, no, I don't. I wouldn't know. Asa Akira. Um, very good. Um, I would say. No, there's a few more that, I, but 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 no, but you, I mean, you're you're much prettier. Oh, thank you. No, no, you're beautiful. You're you're stunning, actually. Yeah. I get so many comments when I have videos on on the internet. Mm-hmm. People say all the time, "Are you related to Asa Akira?" Really, everyone always says, "Hey, look, your body looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger to me." They go, <laughs> they go "Yeah, your face looks like Brad Pitt." I'm like, "Hey, thanks." You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. That's a good takeaway. I'm not Asa Akira. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shall we go watch some porn? Let's go this do it. a good do time. It. It's not Let's mine, though. It. It's not watch mine. No, no. <laughs> I feel like you would totally watch your own porn. No, I don't. And people always want to watch it with me. I'm like, you no, go home and watch it. You just want to see your own naked photos because on my I, phone. Because I, I don't look myself up. What the fuck? I don't look myself Why up. Why don't I think it's, you? I, I, think it's I do fascinating. all the time. I think it's fascinating when people go, hey, Lou, did you see yourself? And I go, no, I don't look myself up. I don't, it's something I don't do. I, I, I Honestly, I well, once in a while. But that's, <laughs> I mean, I haven't for maybe a year now. But now I'm going to it there. Yeah, just Google. That's crazy. All I did was Lou cast 
Fuck, man. Lucas <laughs> fucking porn, man. Like, it wasn't that difficult. It was I not know. difficult at all. So let's not watch mine. Let's go watch me and Julie's that we did. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one <laughs> you remember did. that one? Cleaning her pipes. <laughs> yeah. Cleaning. Cleaning her pipes. Cleaning her pipes and finding yeah. socks. Darn Julie. Yeah. <laughs> J-U-L-E-E. Julie. <laughs> Julie. <laughs> or this J- is my J-E- new porn. Your Jewel. J-E-W-E-L. Jewel. Jewel. Your name's Julia. Yeah? Okay, I think it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> Jewel. Jewel. Chick. Yeah. <laughs> Jewel chick. That's great right there. Okay, well, if I need a new career, we're set. Yep. Julie, I I'll, I'll I really think you should quit your job. <laughs> I really think Well, you guys are it. great at this. I really appreciate you guys having me on. Thank yeah, you so thank much, you. Lou. I think it was fucking badass. Thank it's you. It's been an honor to have really, you that's on. So and sweet. I'm so glad it's been recording this entire fucking Fuck, time. Thank God. Oh my I God. I'm so happy because we I, were all bummed, weren't we? For a th- if we had to do this a third mm. time, you definitely have to wait. No, no, no. Your I'll dick. jump out that fucking window right now. Julie, you're gone. <laughs> I'm not cleaning anymore, you're Julie. Out see of ya. Luck. Yeah, see ya. You're on your own porn career. We'll wrap this up. I think this has been a very educational talk as well yep. to get like an insider's look into the industry and how it's changed. If you, uh, one of our listeners, is interested in talking about your own experience, maybe in the sex industry, we would love to have you as a guest on our show. Or maybe you dated a porn star. Yeah. And Fuck, you want yeah, to talk about cool. your, your own experience with that. That's cool. That would be That's really, really cool, yeah. Hear. So again, we're looking for guests for upcoming seasons. Okay, we're really going to wrap this up and always wrap it up guys guys right <laughs> wrap, wrap it up. up wrap it up well i mean uh, yeah wrap it up back then oh. I did, yeah. wait yes i still do wrap it up three times <laughs> three times that's what we learned Stay want to continue the conversation first follow us on instagram facebook and twitter with the handle at dateable podcast Tag us in any post with the hashtag stay dateable and trust us, we look at all those posts. Then head over to our website, datablepodcast.com. There you'll find all the episodes as well as articles, videos, and our coaching service with vetted industry experts. You can also find our premium Y series where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. We're also downloadable for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast, Stitcher Radio, and other podcast platforms. Your feedback is valuable to us, so don't forget to leave us a review. And most importantly, remember to stay dateable. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.